This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, Cosy, so we are at the end of 2018. It's been a bit of a up and down year for Huddersfield Town wow. fans. We, we stayed in the Premier League by the skin of our teeth, people are saying. Wow, we didn't even need to take it to the last game. We didn't even finish fourth bottom. I know. We? we got an extra million quid or something, didn't we? We... Um, Stayed in the Premier League. We didn't score a lot of goals on the on the negative side. So between us, we've had a little bit of a gathering, haven't we? So we've decided on our best moments of 2018, our worst moments, um, the best away day and, and why. And then if one of us could have had a magic wand and changed anything from the year, what would it have been? And also our player of the year as well, Cosy. So You're going to struggle to keep me on uh, topic here, mate, because I was so much... So many moments and half of it's not about the pitch, really. <laughs> Just the stories. So we'll start on a high. The best moments of 2018 as a Huddersfield Town fan. I, I've I've got a few. Um, Neil sent in his. Unfortunately, Neil can't be with us. Let's do Lowe's first, Matt. That's got a peak ending, mate. Okay, we'll go with our worst. So let's talk about the worst moments then of 2018. I've. I've got some which were a bit of a pain. So for me, at the start of the year, I remember going to Stoke Oof, away yeah. in January, a miserable, dark, rainy day in Stoke. Yeah. We got stuck in the car park till half past six because they let all the home fans go first. And we barely got anywhere near their goal. Lost 2-0, two awful goals on the break. Shakiri, I think, was quite instrumental. Um, Ramadan Sobi came off the bench, I think, that game as well. And for the first time as a Huddersfield Town fan, I walked out of that ground and I could hear people going, we need to sack David Wagner. And that was one thing I never thought I would hear as a Huddersfield Town fan, even 
the most knee-jerk Huddersfield fan saying, I want to get rid of David Wagner. And that, for me, was one of the very worst moments when people had gone to that level and started suggesting that the guy who produced an absolute miracle in getting us from championship nothing to the Premier League to then forget that so quickly after a few months and a few you know and a bad result and start to start to ask for his head I thought that was um, a shocker really yeah I, th- I think we had a few of them games and continue this year where people look at the league table and I think we, obviously we were above them at the time and they you know we should be beating these because we're above in the table it didn't work out that way there's one reason I hated that more than most Paul Lambert hate the guy absolutely hate Boring the guy, guy and he's his cheerleader act just so he could get in the back of the national papers and he did and I remember doing a shopping in Monaston's next day and back of the, the the mirror was Paul Lambert jumping about he might as well have two about. sets of pom-poms aren't he yeah he's about five foot two he's jumping about eight foot high every girl he, you know chest thumping honestly it was sick as someone who was really disliked the man yeah he, he were absolutely loving it and the best thing was I think if I'm right in saying before he got sacked that was the only game that he won I'm sure that was that was the only game that won before it went. But I, I also remember knowing South. I remember there were there was some fighting with the stewards and the town fans and, and as well. And oh yeah, it was down at the front, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, at the front and and I just felt yeah, it was just a nasty day all round really and that as well. And yeah, it was uh, yeah, a grim day, definitely one so, of the worst. So Neil sent in some of his as well and his worst performances, uh worst games of two thousand eighteen. He's he and you both went to Stoke again. If that 2-0 yeah. wasn't enough, you both went down there yeah. for the cup game. I think the thing is on that one, though, we knew it would be a, a patchwork team and stuff. And So I I, I know it was a miserable night, what have you, but I want to, you know, you can just brush it off, really, when it's a Carabao Cup, even though Burton fans will be like, if they've ever had any of these two, they what are you on about, Carabao Cup? This is the best competition the world has ever seen, but... Yeah, and I'm looking at kind of as January fixtures. We had a standard defeat at Leicester in the league, apart from the god Mark Lillis give us that cup win. But yeah, New Year's Day, I remember being well hung over King Power Stadium, listening to Kasavian, that air arm battered. We never get anything Leicester in the league. I'm just used to it. It's yeah, not, yeah, I remember losing 6-1 there. Murray can, Wallace at left back. That was... Can't get more grim than January, Matt. We lost four, we played four and lost four in the league. Yeah, grim. But I want to bring the cup. You've not mentioned the cup because that gave us one of the most bizarre nights. Uh, and I suppose, are we talking about any more kind of grim moments? In Go the for season? it, yeah. And that as well, God, I hate being negative. But I think you mentioned the Swansea game and that, that was a strange one to me. Mate, yeah, because, that's on my uh, list. Yeah, because like, it's exactly what you said, really. I think we, we knew it was a big game to win. We wanted to get revenge what happened early in the season. 10 minute moments and never a bit like Saturday we never looked like scoring a bit like a lot of games I suppose it was it was 11 versus 10 I think there was something like 58 59 crosses into the box to one man and, and then we just we hit Alfie Mawson with about 50 of them and it was the one of the most frustrating games I think I've seen and <clears throat> another one which makes my little um little thing is Aaron Moy's injury recently he's one of the hearing yeah. he was going to be out for two months when he you know how pivotal Aaron Moy is that was you know it's not what happened on the pitch it was the news off of the pitch that he was he's yeah. going to miss till February and I thought that was a a real <coughs> sort of big moment bad my moment. birthday Saturday 31st of March uh, I thought let's have a weekend away in Newcastle name dropping went Miguel Yorkshire coach 
big Friday night, plenty to drink on the tune. Come on town, give me a birthday present. They've had a great night. Hung over Saturday, back on the beer. You know what? I, I think my attitude with Rafa Benitez is well known on on this pod, but there was Spanish purely. I called him. Gutted me that that day. For the, and even more gutted. We talked about it last week, but the Kachunga uh, assault. Oh, by Kennedy. Do you know? I've... And then he scored that brilliant <clears throat> goal, and it mm. would just it would double. And I didn't care. You can drink, and people say it doesn't affect you. Our app, it, it ruined the Saturday night. It ruined my birthday that May. And to, we were dying again. Such a, again, yeah, we, such we a big. Dire. It felt at the time that was such a big moment that part of me did wonder because we'd lost to Palace the week before. Are we is this? Are we going here? You know, because we haven't won for a, a while. But yeah. And so we, I mean, we've done most of the twenty. Uh, this season, obviously, we've got all the pods and the back issues, you know, back issues, and people can listen to everyone, you know, in every game this season. But for me, the negatives last season. I think them, one them of the really one of the Callum. podcasts you probably don't want to listen to, as well as our thing from Callum, Saturday, yeah. was yeah. after Watford away, which is which is one Neil sent through where we we yeah. hit the crossbar a couple of times, dominated the first yeah. little bit, and then conceded some of the most yeah. pathetic goals. And then never, and then looked absolutely desperate. I was out of the ground at twenty-five to five. What mind admitting that? I'd, with many others, mate. Yeah, would die of that for this for this calendar year season. Yeah, that one definitely won there. So let's, let's turn it on to positives. <laughs> There'll be no one switching off. Come on, positives, positives. <laughs> right. So, for me, uh, one of my best moments. I've got quite a few actually. Um, I had a. My little boy was born in March, which meant that a game two weeks later I had to watch on TV uh, was Chelsea away. And that watching the celebrations oh. on TV was almost a worst moment for me in the fact yeah. that I wasn't there. But what I remember is a game which was nil-nil and thinking, we're actually doing okay here. And then all of a sudden Aaron Moy pops that ball over the top. Depoitre, the Depoitre that we love, smashing the goalkeeper out of the way, which was brilliant. And then pop it in the net. I remember jumping up and screaming and waking up the the little lad. You know, I think he was about three weeks old at the time. And him screaming, there's me screaming at the TV and the missus screaming at me for waking <laughs> him up. It was it was a noisy house at that point. And just I remember watching the rest of the game and Neil's put one of his one of his worst moments is the amount of time between Marcus Alonso Alonso's goal and the final whistle um, was probably his worst moment of the season. And for me, my hands were shaking for the last sort of 10, oh, 15 man. minutes during that. And it was it was just such relief at the end that we managed to stick to it. As much as anything, it was to stick two fingers up at everybody who had been so dismissive as, of us over the first season <laughs> in the Premier League. You said that this probably won't take more than five minutes. I could talk for five hours. on Because <laughs> I think that's the thing. I remember when the first game we ever played against Palace in the Premier League, they'd said to me, when you get your good moments in the Premier even when it's a point, you will celebrate it. Like It'll mean like effectively five championship wins because you'll... You, they're just amazing moments that you just don't get and I totally agree with them I kind of want to wind it back a little bit on that as well so I remember God you're going to hear about my life story but I wrote a wedding in Cambridge on the Saturday night before the Bournemouth game the Bournemouth game had been moved so if that had been on Saturday I couldn't have gone he kicked off at 12 o'clock and I kind of took it easy I, I made a massive effort to drive four and a half hours to come to this Bournemouth game on a Sunday dinner time people said they were absolutely mad why don't you watch it on BT Sport that game was that's on my uh, top three. It probably is our best home performance in the Premier League, I, I think. 
Mm. Maybe it could be debated, but we looked sensational. We were brilliant. The football was quality. Pritchard looked the man, and I just remember thinking, all that hard work, like you do football fans, there'll be people listening to this who, you know, skip the guy and go to Bristol City with him, flies from Australia for games. So there's some amazing stories. Bob Farrell, another one, London, week in, week out, Tour de Seal games. When you make that effort, when you come all that miles, when you could easily sack it off, and you get rewarded like that, you come out, I remember walking out back on St Andrews with a big smile thinking, you, it's like the football gods were with me that day, it were brilliant, and, and it kicked us on, because the week after we won at West Brom, albeit they were dreadful, but we did what we needed to do, and them six points were, were really big in the end, weren't they? That's, that's the only game this season where we scored more than two goals in a game. So, okay. And the Crystal Palace fans you've mentioned are probably right, and you do remember those, because, oh. you know, I've just, I've, been able to pluck that stat out without really checking. Yeah, you don't need to. And, yeah, so I don't, I don't really need to check that. So, fourteenth of April, Matt, twenty eighteen. Well, seven is, minutes, seven minutes to five. This is the Huddersfield Town nil, Watford really? nil. This is the moment at home. Yeah, Tom Ince couldn't have banned our all season. Big money move, and really delivered. We're looking down the battle. We haven't won. Let me just count up for one, two, three, four. Five. I don't know what where we were in the table at the time. I mean, I'm, I'm not that religious, but I'm looking in the sky. What a moment, mate! I, I mean, I bet you can still describe the goal, can't you? And that as well. Come yeah, Congolo. Con- I remember. I remember it just looking desperate again. It had come to putting aimless balls into the box, and I was just looking for for something different. And finally, someone broke a line, and that man was Matthias Zanker, who stayed up. And I remember Congolo put the ball over the top, and Zanker just. Oh. Out muscled and then just <laughs> a flick a little flick with the outside of his right foot, nutmegging a uh, a defender and and Tom Ince has made a career really out of that late run into the box. And I know you'll remember Andy Payton used to do the same back in the nineteen nineties, <laughs> but it was a late run and we're coming in pretty much an open goal. Great play from Zanker and I remember the roof lifting off. Absolutely incredible. Roof mate, off. Wasn't it? I remember I still got that vision of that picture that the club took. Ince not one for many smiles, to be fair, but he's pit- it was just an incredible moment. It it really was there. It just made all the money we'd spent on him worthwhile yes. for just for that one it was. moment, wasn't it? It was, and that as well. And then, kind of before the Chelsea game, Manchester City and Huddersfield Town, I, God, we were going to be You're thinking, taking all my good moments here. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> on a stag do, I couldn't go. So, lot, obviously, when you're going to stag do, there's people from other teams and what have you, and it was the same Sunday when the championship season was kind of ending. So, sunny usual, day. As usual, yep. Yeah. As usual in bars, beers in Manchester, and everything, yeah. and that's what. But the championship had finished before us. So all of a sudden, the attention's turned up to our game, and everyone's, you know, well, how many man sit? Hang on a minute, it says nil there. And I'm thinking, come on, lads. Yeah, it's only like ten minutes, twenty minutes. I thought, hang on a minute, we're doing all right here. Thirty minutes, and the one big moment on this was, you know, honestly, count fifty, sixty, seventy. It was a bit like Arsenal the week before last. And then, the most amazing moment that could have... I mean, it was an incredible moment anyway. But the most amazing moment that he could have gone down in history, as it was, he was sold on to Derby County. Go on, you can describe it, Matt. No, no, it's your moment, go on. Wow. He was clean through, on goal. Scott him alone. He said it was... <laughs> I'm just thinking, because I went and stacked you, you've had a drink. Hang on a minute. Scott Malone... He's clean through at the Ayad Stadium to score a goal. And us could beat Man City, what were we, like 25 to 1 or something like that? We can stay in this division. 
is this really happening? And as usual with town, it didn't score, but it was it was an incredible moment. But and then the the point we got, which it kind of obviously was a massive point in the, in the end, but it was just like. I mean, obviously you expect the worst at the Etihad and, and when they brought the kids out onto the pitch you, you know I know Richie Keys because it was that set up we were watching and they all tuned in I thought yeah I like Keyes yeah, but at the end of the he's day he's speaking of whoppers he's yeah. right up there again it's classic town just they bring out a surprise hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Every now and again, but that were it. But go on, Matt. Leaders into Chelsea, mate. It was just that Man City performance set the platform for Chelsea. Really, it was just that defensive, that obstinate performance where they would throw everything in front of everything in front of the ball. And okay, maybe people say Man City were in party mode, but they they wanted to get over a hundred points and yeah. they wanted to win that game, and we stopped them. And we were excellent that day, really excellent. And it's set, and if you'd have said to me uh, at the start of the season, right, Matt, to stay up, you're going to need a couple of points from Man City, who are going for 100 points this season, Chelsea away, who need to win to get into the Champions League, and then Arsene <coughs> Wenger's last game on the last game of the season. What are your chances? You'd just go, nah, no way, we're done. And not only did we stop Man City from winning their last home game, I think it was, was it their last home game that day? We stopped them winning and then we went to Stamford Bridge. Conte, okay, there was a little bit of a... Maybe that fell nicely because, you know, we'd, if we'd have played them a few months earlier, they were quite rampant, whereas they were uh, a little bit annoyed with them and there seemed to be a little bit of friction, but they still needed to win to go into the top four. And they threw everything at us early on. I remember Morata going around the goalkeeper at one point and, you know, not not managing to convert. And then yeah. the moment of the game was where that corner came in and Depoitre, apart from Depoitre's goal, that is, and the celebrations in front of the town fans, which were outstanding. But the moment of the game for me was the corner comes in, the header, Depoitre blocks it and it comes back out again. It comes back in. There's Pritchard throwing himself in front, little Pritchard, you know, five foot, whatever, five foot nothing. He's throwing himself in front of Rudiger and all these big centre backs, you know, to keep that ball out. Everything on the line, and then the ball comes back in, Man. Christensen, and you can just see the ball going in the corner, and you can just see me starting to swear, you know, as, as the ball arcing in, and then the big hand from the Danish international tips that onto the post and Depoitre blocks it again. And it was the moment of the massive. season. You've just stood here about me since you stole my thunder. It was absolutely incredible. I mean, in the ground, we 
we just looked at each other's mouth, did that really happen at? I remember going back to work next day and that there were people that, a guy said to me, says, mate, I'm not an Uddersfield fan, I'm not a big football fan, but I watched it because I know it meant something to you. And we were all watching it and we were, when that, they were blowing the ball out. Once that saved, they were just transfixed with it. And there were other people saying, because I don't know you, are you still there? Are you in hospital? And, and it's that save was sensational. Honestly, that to me, I know the Potter and the incredible moment because <laughs> going back to that, I just remember the ball over the top thinking, I thought maybe you thought it were going to blow, didn't you? Maybe. Oh, he slipped here. Hang on a minute. He's gonna. And when he lifted it, I thought, you know that moment you don't always get for town. It's going in here. This is going in. So my instant reaction is like, I look at linesman. His flag's down. We've scored, and we went absolutely wild. There were so many videos that did the rounds. I'll never forget. I think it was like it was Japanese guy who was tweeting, but it's like he filmed us celebrating the place went wild there were smoke bombs and everything but yeah and and the great moment was the think did they have, what did they add on Matt was it six minutes at the end of, or something mm, it was ridiculous. quite a lot yeah because yeah, there were a kind of a lot of stoppages but that moment I think where Moy had the ball on it with Dupotter might have been and he got brought Scott, down Scott Malone yeah. made his greatest contribution yeah. to Huddersfield yeah. Town it was him that got into a good area he threw himself a little bit but won yeah. the free kick and that then took all the pressure off. And then I knew this, because that's another thing that was petty, the stadium score, but for some reason we get to tell the time it's on 90 minutes and then and it stops, we don't, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I knew that was it. And and you knew we'd stayed up. And it was incredible, wasn't it? Because just going back a little bit, kind of rewinding it, I remember Southampton versus uh, Everton on that Saturday night after we'd, before we'd played uh, Manchester City and Everton, Southampton battered him, but Everton got a late winner. And that seemed absolutely massive at the time. I was celebrating yeah, that, yeah. On the, like we'd stayed up. But then they went to Swansea on that Tuesday night and yeah. that obviously kept Southampton up. Mark Hughes on the pitch, you know, fist pumping. I remember that thinking we were good because obviously we, I think we'd we want to draw a Swansea win. We, yeah, because I think Southampton and Man City on yeah. the last game. So if we, we just, I felt that if Southampton stayed below us going into that last game, they were, they were never going to overtake us. No. But they did. Yeah, but they did and yeah that Everton one was massive I remember watching because I think Southampton were winning that game and then there was yeah. two late goals maybe and it was a terrible deflect it was unlucky yeah, I know we always go on about they, being they unlucky were, they were but they were really unlucky yeah, yeah they were zooming really it on their end and they were, they were devastated but other moments like I mean even recently they, he got town re-instagrammed it today but again the, the Mounier thing in the, in the stand with his Santa rat on video <laughs> amazing brilliant absolutely brilliant this is a guy you know, and scored a goal all season. He's not there. He's I there supporting his team. He's there in London supporting his team. Tells you everything about the man. You can't, you can't, Mooney and the fire truck's one of the yeah. best as well. I, I think Mooney is a he's great value. I know he's there to score goals and people will argue that, but he's, no, he's great value. Chelsea, Johnny Ogg's shirt off on the adverts, the crowd chanting. Doing his, his song. He's yeah. there. He's everywhere. I remember that video going viral. I just remember, not swearing, but someone put a tweet. I just said, Jonathan Effin Ogg, ladies and gentlemen, and it just went viral, did that. I mean, I just thought that is the man. I mean, he's even kicked on this year. He's just bionic man, in here. But, yeah, that Chelsea, incredible, though. And a lot were made, one of our celebrations and stuff. But people don't get it, this snobbery in football. For us, to stay up, mate. To get in draws at Chelsea and Man City. Shut up. I think we've maybe Amazing. forgiven that, weren't we? I think people understood, you know, what the job yeah. that Wagner had done. And I think we're kind of, I think it's when... Yeah. When you celebrate another moment for me, and again another one, another away game I didn't go to, mostly for childcare again, and 
was Wolves away just a few weeks ago. Yeah, brilliant, fantastic, and again doing this, doing the wave there, and it riling so many people again. <coughs> but a really great performance against somebody who I were expecting to hammer us. Performance like one smash and grab, we we outplayed them. We were great, mm. absolutely yeah. fantastic, and. Our, uh, the key for us, uh, the key for us always is scoring first, and that's what we did at Wolves. We scored early, we scored first, we controlled the game, and then finished them off. You know, it was really clinical from us. You know, we we toyed with them, we played with them, and then just finally finished them off. It was it was it was like a big cat with a mouse. I'll tell you what I think was big in the season, but people might scoff at it. But Birmingham Motherwell, anyone who went to that game knows that it probably one of the coldest nights there's ever been at a football match in the history. And I remember saying to someone, look. To be honest, I don't want to let the time. I don't, you know, just someone win. I can't stick in up thirty. It, it was unbelievable. I still got to look at my pictures, like kind of steamed up glasses and everything. But we took it away from them the next time, and it was just that the fact that we the first time we'd won for a long, long time, doing the. I don't think they even did the wave. I can't remember or not. But we'd won. There were smiles on faces, and we were coming into a massive week because on, that was on, on a Tuesday night. The, the Sunday was the Bournemouth game, which obviously we just talked about. I thought that was so big in the season. So, kind of thinking of the Bristol game coming up, and some oh, don't bother about the cup and that as well. I think watch out because when you're not winning games and you're not, in, can't be enjoying. They always say winning's a habit. Yeah, let, let's try and get something down there. But I just remember that Birmingham thinking. You always think, yeah, probably just a, a cup because Birmingham were poor, to be fair. But, but yeah, we scored four goals. Yeah. You, you we know. won three. We won, including that, we won three on the bounce, mate. So that that yeah. was a really good uh, moment. But we've not done bad. I mean. It has been hard, and so many of these pods have come back on the back of defeats, and obviously Saturday was the same. But what's your best away a west away day then? This season uh, of two thousand eighteen. I think you might have covered them there, Matt. To be honest with you, and that as well as a, uh, I think uh, Chelsea, uh, Chelsea for obvious. obvious I have reasons. to pick Man City because I couldn't get yeah. to Chelsea. But but I just thought Wolves for that. But the one thing for Wolves for me was it was on Super Sunday. It was on four p.m. the prime time slot. Yeah, everybody. Goes, Wolves Everyone's watching it. Yeah, Wolves, yeah. and we look good. We didn't sit behind the ball. We were class. We were the better team. We looked a proper. We looked a Premier League team there. That's why it's so galling that in the f- four games after, it's not kind of panned out as we wanted. But yeah, performance-wise, yeah, away day, uh, Chelsea in the, in the calendar year and that as well. And uh, I know it was technically in twenty eighteen. It was twenty seventeen this time last year, but. Mr. Zanka buying us all a drink for his efforts at South <laughs> that, was, that was great, yeah. That was yeah. great. And this year we've had Mounier giving shirts away. That was so. funny. I said that to you. I said, where's the drinks this year? He says, oh, no, we're getting oh, shirts. Man, yeah. If you were stood near them. But if you stood, yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The, honestly, you listen to that bit, you think it's been great. But it's that's what I mean. The hard yards, you've got to go through the pain to appreciate the great days. So let's hope that. And this is why this is why fans of you know these elitist fans they don't yeah. get it you know what i mean they no. don't they don't have these highs that no. we do and i'll, I'll argue that no. till to, with anybody no. that if you you know that if you live in wherever and it's 500 miles away from the team that you reckon that you support mm. it's fair enough you can support them yeah. go for it do what you want but you will never feel the highs no. that we've done you know having gone to yeah. Macclesfield yeah. and seen us lose 4-0 i remember going to scunthorpe and losing yeah. 6-2 and terry barwick yeah. winding everybody up i remember all those so when I see us against Chelsea, it, it's amazing. You know, yeah. you, you can't bottle it. You can't bottle that feeling. It's it's fantastic. And, and Man United, like I said, you know, Boxing Day were going there. It's incredible. Yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 great. It's sad, and, mate. It makes me sad when people well, yeah, but we've we've been with nobody's. You know, shut up, man. It really did surprise me. You know, the 
Man United home game in the cup where we, the ground was out there no one there only 14,000 14, and we were hearing all the excuses in the book and what have you and you know I was there it's like people yeah. are kind of <laughs> It's almost like blase now, Man United. Oh, we played them, you know. Yeah, that's completed it, mate. Honestly, yeah. mate. Let's hope it doesn't happen anytime soon. But if we are back to playing your <laughs> Burn Albions and what have you and stuff, but some people might say, bring that on. For me, it's always us who town, no matter how we're doing, win, lose, or draw. And Saturday, yeah. But it just shows this week, Matt, doesn't it? That you, you're still down about Saturday. I'm still good about Newcastle. Now. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still. Just shows how much you love love the club like we all do. I don't it? love so, them at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> but, if, but, if, but yeah, I know. Some people might say football's too much of life, but if you, if that kind of brushed off and then like kind of okay, obviously Wagner can't behave like that. But I just question if it's still worth doing it. But it still matters. It matters to us all. And yeah, I'm just right looking forward to Saturday. We're good at what we do, dusting ourselves down and going again. So if you had a, so you know you don't look much like him. You've got a few scars here and there, glasses, but to refer to you as Harry Potter would be a bit wider the mark, I think. But if you did have a magic wand, Cosy, would you have changed anything this year from 2018? Usher Town, I think the obvious thing, hindsight's a wonderful thing, is, yeah, I suppose the recruitment, but, but, I suppose, how can you say that? Well, I suppose you can with it, obviously, with the wingers, but no one could have predicted the you know, the fall from grace of, of Mounier. Who does, if I'd have told you in August Not that, a Poitre even, yeah. Them two went and scored a goal. It's December, well, when will it be Saturday? December the 22nd, is it? Something, it's just incredible, but... No, i tell you what I would change, mate. <laughs> Our music <laughs> at the stadium. God, I bet it. Have they stopped playing the heavily No, it's still there. <laughs> and and they still plays. <laughs> Honestly, there's still the same old songs, yeah. If I let's keep it like that, yeah. The one thing I'll change is get some good music on, man. Same old because they've still been there when we're in Leeds Road. Some of them, yeah. Uh, let's get the big topics out of the way, mate. Spon- sponsored by the Shambles in Huddersfield, wasn't it? The yeah, uh, the old music. W. H. Smith was it? The Shambles yeah. in Huddersfield. Yeah, I remember that. The best um, thing about it, mate, is like I had a walk around the shop on Sunday because obviously Sunday only with Christmas and stuff. And just a bit of a moment, you know, when you walk past no one at the football ground and stuff, and you just just kind of looked. I thought it's just like. Just, just class that. That's just our own there, isn't it? You know, we have so many moments in there with Premier League. There's a lot to be. What back there the other day, like twelve hours before, gutted and stuff. But I've still, yeah, it still matters. It still makes me proud. It's still, it's still. I still love telling everyone about what I still. I think everyone must know on the socials. They must be sick of seeing it. But I won't get bored of telling anyone, mate. And you know, the, the Leeds fans, they can't. The number of bites you get now is because they're so jealous, though. Even when they go to Premier League half of them, how can they feel the infinity? They don't go to the games half of them. It's just like, yeah, Matt's to us, mate, we're there. We're, we're breathing, the club matter to us. They ain't bothered. But yeah, no, that, that's what I would change, the music, mate. So mm. if Rambo listens to it, come on, mate. I don't know if it is Rambo, if it's still the guy that was at Leeds Road. I think he still does it, doesn't he? Is it Robert something? Yeah. Plays a tune, Robert, isn't it? But yeah, come on, Is Rob. it penalties were somewhere where I were a bit ago? Where were it at? It was at one of our away games, wasn't that? At Bournemouth or somewhere, I can't remember now, but I might have been somewhere. In yeah, we've not, we've not done those in the Premier League. Yeah, no, I think Dean commented on them, didn't he? Saying that, I don't know, I don't think it was his idea, didn't want him to go, but yeah, no, I no. quite enjoyed Dizzy Penalty. Yeah, good laugh, good laugh. Uh, right, so we're rolling into 2019. The only thing I would probably change is again, summer recruitment, but. I would probably have put fewer yeah. players of higher quality than what we've got, but we'll see how that plays out from now till the end of the season. Yeah. Um, 
going into 2019, we should hopefully have more uh, more guests on board. We've got a couple lined up. Uh, we just need to uh, set some dates with them, so keep an eye out for what we've got coming up. Uh, we should hopefully, once uh, my mate Johnny uh, sorts himself out, we should have a website up and running. Uh, we now have a, a Facebook account, uh, so give it a, a follow or a like on there. We've got a new Instagram account as well, which you're currently manning, aren't you, Cozzy? Uh, and again, follow us on, on SoundCloud, YouTube and and Twitter. Um, it does make a difference uh, clicking the like button and, and following. I hate to beg for these things, but it's it's essentially uh, does help us out if you do do that. Uh, and also um, our sponsors, thanks to uh, BidOrBuyGolf.com who have sponsored us throughout the course of uh, their second half of this year. Um, if you quite fancy a holiday in Spain, and I know you do, Cosy, and you want to take <laughs> in some <laughs> and take in some golf, uh, have a look at bidorbygolf.com. Uh, there's some good deals on green fees and accommodation there. And with 2018 drawing to a close, the curtain is ready to be drawn, but not before the voice. <laughs> Hastily trying to find a song. There's no preparation goes into this pod. Don't let anyone be fooled. I do, that. by the way. <laughs> one day, no one else does. No one yeah, else does. Just me. Yeah, just me. <laughs> as well, yeah. But we have, seeing as though it's Christmas, we could do with a little bit of Michael Baldley <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a nice Christmas jingle. Yeah. Last Christmas. Zanka bought us a drink, but the very next day we gave it away. This year, <laughs> to save me from tears, Mooney Ake bought us shirts. That's it. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Keep supporting the pod. Have a great Christmas. <laughs> a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance!